This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. you the other show that you're on you know you're, you're on another show right what's the you're on uh you know the casting couch bro. <laughs> you know that right you're on the casting couch over here on only fans bro you, you still got that tooth that you lost there because i literally tweeted yeah. out yesterday do you still have like the actual tooth that that fell out no i don't have the tooth that fell out, but I got uh, I got fake teeth that I put in all the time. Steve's gonna bust my balls because I, uh, I I tweeted out the other day, yesterday, or maybe it was today, that I want to get a necklace made out of all fighters' teeth that, <laughs> that fell out. And then I'm scrolling through the internet and I see that somebody's ear got bit off yesterday. Oh damn! Fight. Yeah. You gonna get that or what? I actually tweeted him and asked him <laughs> if I could get it. Shut up. I, I swear to God, here I'll show I'll show you guys right now. <laughs> Check it out, guys, right here. Oh my ready? word, bro. No word. And ready, ready, ready? How much do you want for that? I'm dead <laughs> serious, bro. <laughs> I wasn't kidding you. More excited to see the ground game. What, what what do you think is gonna happen uh playing out with now Tony and Nate? That's gonna be so much fun to watch. Wait, what? Tony Ferguson's fighting Nate Diaz? Yeah, yeah that was a replacement three for, hours for, ago. For Shemayev missing weight. Yep. <laughs> Bro, no way. That's the sickest fucking fight. Uh, right. <laughs> I got. I got. Oh fuck, that's a hard one. Um, I got Tony Ferguson because, like, I don't know, bro. Like he, like I feel like, I feel like my, I feel like he doesn't have a soul. Like, I, <laughs> like. like Bro, that dude is so scary. Like the before and after pictures of like his last eight opponents is like gnarly bad. Like, like it's crazy what he does to people. And he's sick off the off off the bottom. Like if if he's on bottom, like he's elbowing and striking. He's like, he I don't know. Tony Ferguson's nasty. That's a that's doesn't it blow your mind? Dude? That's so legendary. Like <laughs> I just I just got I just got done with the with a camera job. I've been working all day. Uh, so, yeah, you you missed you you missed the whole fiasco. That's why oh, I was trying to tell God. you because everyone missing weight. They they shuffled everything around. Shemayev is fighting Kevin Holland. Wait, oh so, oh so you're for real? Shemayev is fighting Kevin Holland now? Yep. So wait, so what are what are the what are the weight classes? Uh, well, I th I think um, one seventy Tony versus Nate, uh, one eighty Casey yeah, yeah, versus Kevin Holland. You know, catch weight for Holland and Shemayev, and and I think the same same way for Rodriguez and Lee. Yep, bruh, needy. So did did Kevin Holland miss weight too? I, I think he no I don't think he missed weight I think I, he knew what was going on they just said like 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 stop cutting you're good that's all right because I 
All right. We got some more news to talk about here, Steve. Um, Russians. Russians? I said rough ones. Oh, rough ones. Yeah, rough ones. Uh, one of my childhood favorites, Steve. Maybe you can kind of do an introductory for this for people who don't know who Jason David Frank was uh, from the Power Rangers. <laughs> And what Listen, he's done for mixed martial arts. He is, he is, the, you know, uh, for True inspiration. A, a lot of people, you know, you know, over the over the age or around the age of thirty five years old, that you know, uh, uh, Jason David Frank was uh, was their first, you know, hero superhero and and introductory into. Bro, he was Conor McGregor. Was was combat sports in in, in reality, and uh, he was and our Jason Bruce David Lee. Frank was was. Uh, was a, a a part of the the Power Rangers as the the Green Ranger later you know later on as the White Ranger played played the Red Ranger the Black Ranger Red Ranger twice actually, but I mean he's I just love that you, you know, know that. you know he he's been idolized from from people inside the combat sports community. People also tend to forget he he was also managed by by Sucker Punch Entertainment and 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 uh, over he there managed he, Jose he had three amateur fights and a and a professional MMA fight. He wasn't he just to fight on, CM he Punk, wasn't just bro. an on-screen dude. He was one of one of the few few that 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 you know what was actually a little, little, little you know fighter. He you know, but he just happened to do things in other ways. He touched people in other ways. People don't know. Obviously, being involved in Power Rangers, you'd be involved into into the the, the Comic Con circuit. So he's yeah. one of these guys. He would stay hours past his signing times to make sure everyone had pictures, everyone had autographs, everything. Like you would hear stories Thank from from other actors talking about you know being back in the green room in the backs, having stogies on the you know on the back back lawning pad. Like he's he's he was just a different dude. And not not only was that just a, a, a tough one to hear, like not the fact that you lose him, but just in the manner of, of how we, lo we, we lose Jason David Frank. Yeah. Um, you know, mental health illness is definitely not not one, one that to laugh about. Obviously, he's dealt with a lot of things over the last few years. People don't know, like he was going through a divorce uh, right around this time last year. His daughter had, had committed suicide, and getting right right back around into that time period again. You know, obviously it was it was it was getting rougher for for Jason, and unfortunately, he felt like he he had nowhere else to go, and and he needed to take his life going through a rough divorce. You know, having having losing a child within the past year, it's rough. Um, J Jason David Frank was uh, uh, definitely a, a rare one, and and definitely definitely going to be missed on so many different levels. So what happened with the the whole mayhem thing and the gas mask? Was it just because he had to get out on time? You had no time for well, that. Well, well, okay, you you pulled it out of me. You pulled it out of me. I had to. <laughs> no, I had to. to. But here's the deal. The thing was, is that initially he had a bag on his head. Yeah, yeah. A bag. A garbage bag or something. Right? On his head, it was a brown paper bag on his head. The eye, one eye in there. And I'm like, you know what? It's all right, but you, you you need to adjust it or take it off. And he said, I'm not doing either one. Oh. That was not right. Yes. So I said, you know what? Yes, you are. You're doing either what I ask or what's right. You got a choice. He said something, so I snatched the bag off his head and he had the damn gas mask on. 
That's a, so that's, I'm looking at him and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> First of all, I want to know, how the hell did you get that bag over that mask? <laughs> so at that point, you know what? I didn't, it was new and it was new to me. I didn't know exactly how they want to react. So I said, they need to see your face now. You don't. So we had a, we had a tete-a-tete -tete about that. And I think I let him go till he got to the curtain and the cameras went on and I snatched that man. Ah, yes, Bert, you're the man, man. And, 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 and he looked at me, but you know what? The cameras was on. So he went, but when it was over, he expressed it. He, he didn't like it. But you know what? The respect, because those are fighters. They, mm. they have one way of settling things. And they don't care that you're 150 years old. Yeah. It's like, you know what? If you step here, you're going to step out of here at the same time. But they know, and they all knew, that I had nothing but mad respect for them. I always said to them, you know what? I can F with you, but I'm never going to let anybody else F with you. Yeah. Ever. So keep that in mind. And you know what? I, I, I got nothing but mad love and mad respect. And from those who were trying to buck the system, when they got, when they got to me, they kind of slowed it down a little bit. And I just said, you know what? That shit ain't swinging this way, baby. You got you to you flip that script. You got to flip that script. And they did, they did that. And then I'd walk away and say, man, did I just... I had John Jones once. We were doing something in the MGM. And he came, and I'm, I usually give a speech to all the fighters, you know, before or after a weigh-in. I give them a speech for the night before, but I give them this kind of speech. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of my speech, and I can see him coming down the escalator late. He walks in the room and walks around the back of the room and I stop, I said, no, 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 hold on a second. You come up here, son. And he looked at me like I was just, and everybody turned around and looked at him and I said, yes, you come up here, Mr. Come in here late, disrespecting me and everybody else in this room. Mr. Come in here late. <laughs> yes, sir. Disrespecting me and everybody in this room. I said, you know what, son? I said, your name ain't big as mine. That's the first and last time I said that to somebody. I said, so you can't do that. And never, ever can you disrespect anybody sitting in this room when you got to go through the bushes with them. I'm a Vietnam vet, man. I was in the Marine Corps and I learned in the Marine Corps. Everybody had to crease their slacks, put their hood on the same way. And I said, that's what you got to do. Why is the sky blue, Bert? Because it's supposed to be. <laughs> All right, let me let me switch gears here real, real nice. fast. So, Bert. but it's, it's well, Bert, a love. It's it's actually an anniversary now that you bring up Anderson Silva. Sixteen years since he began his reign as the champion, since he guess, started really rolling. And guess who was there? You, you, my man, you, my yes, man. Yes, so sir. I got a question. You brought yes. up Joe Frazier. You left out a couple names though. Um, okay. you, you got to meet Obama? <laughs> yeah, I got to meet Obama on accident. On, on accident. accident? On accident. <laughs> that, I'm, in a show, I, I'm in a show <laughs> in Pittsburgh. So we're doing some things, and, and, and one guy was in the workout room, and he said to me, well, the treadmill's not working, and this is not working. Oh, and I said to him, they're working because I checked that before you got here. But he said, no, it's not. So I get up. And I said, you know what? You wait here. I'm going to go check that. So 
I went over to check and there was some security guards standing out there. And luckily the hotel manager was there. So I said, you know what? I need to go in there and check the treadmill because this guy's telling me something's up. He went over, he talked to the guys, security, security guys said, come on. They walked me in the room, room's empty, two other guys in there, nowhere in my head. Cause I've seen security and I'm used to security. So I wasn't like wondering why security was there. <laughs> but as I'm walking through, I hear I hear one of the bicycles pedaling, pedaling. I walk around the corner and who's on the bike but Mr. Obama. No. And I wanted to say, oh shit, but you can't say that to the president of the United States. I got a question now. How is he doing on the bike? I mean, who you know, you know what? He was sitting back with the newspaper and he was reading. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, What's up? He said, I'm fine. How are you, sir? I, I, I said, I'm fine. I turned around and walked out. I walked out of the room and in my head, I said, I don't believe. I just said, What's up to the president of the United States? <laughs> I called my mom. What's I up, called Obama, my mom. Baby? And I said to my mom, I said, Guess who I just met? <laughs> she said, Who? I said, Obama. She said, You get his picture? I said, no, Ma, I was not going to go to the president and ask for a picture. <laughs> but that was, that was, you know, I've met him and, and that was a chance meeting. He was very, I was surprised the security let me in there, Secret Service, but they let me in because I was with the, the hotel manager and he vouched for me. But to go in and to see him sitting there, boom, you know, same thing. I met Mandela like that. And oh, yeah, you're stealing all my questions here, Bert. <laughs> I was about to ask you, is it a Mandela effect that you met Nelson Mandela? That, so that man, that was awesome. It was uh he was at the uh United Nations. He was at the YMCA in the swimming pool or something you were about to no, well no, no. What <laughs> happened was when 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 Nelson Mandela got out of prison, he said that the two things he wanted to do. Well, a couple of the things was to meet Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali, because he's a he's a he was an avid boxing fan. So they called our office and said that that Mandela was going to be at the United Nations and they wanted Joe for a quick shot shout out. So we got in the car, we drove on up there, we got to the United Nations. They took us down in the basement, but I'm used to going into the basement underground with Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali. I walk in. <laughs> Turned around and walked in this room, and who's standing there but Mandela? Ah, I'm looking at him, and I'm, you know, like he was glowing. <laughs> uh, and 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 luckily, I said to Joe, I said, let's take this, the WC belt, the belt that he won, March eighth, nineteen seventy one, from Muhammad what Ali. What memory you got, Bert? Wow. Hey, I lived it. It was Bert's an elephant, man. I'm telling you. Bert's an elephant. He don't forget nothing. And here's Steve for the audio listeners. Steve, welcome. My man. So we Friday took that night lights, man. When you got kids playing football, sometimes things go, go a little bit over. It happens. Ah, man. Trust so me. Steve, he's telling oh, they us. Him, man. They, they beat the dumb boys 40 to 20, man. It was a whooping. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were so just running them ball down in poor kids' throats. I felt bad. He's telling hey. us how we met Nelson Mandela and Obama right now. Hey, man. Right. That, you know what? That was got some legends in this pocket, man. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Out of all of that, the biggest surprise for me, and my wife is sitting here so I can say that, I met Sade. 
I was, I was, and, and I got a private one-on-one -on -one in our dressing room because I was going to put John Jones and those guys in that dressing room. I, my, that was one of my mom's favorites right there too, Charday. Uh, that was one of my mom. Dude, she, that used to be in in the car for my entire childhood. <laughs> you you're like my you're like my son and daughter. All they listened to was James Brown and the Isley Brothers and Barry White. That's well, all they heard. That's because that, that's because you ingrained it into them, Bert. <laughs> now, Bert, okay. I I heard you're a, a wedding crasher as well. Okay, damn. Who for, was that? For, for, for Joe Lozon. Oh! Crashed Joe Lozon's wedding. Well, I I, I kind of crashed, but I also got invited. <laughs> but you know what? They asked me to dance. They asked. And, uh, well, I did, you know, but it was memorable, man. It was, Joe Lozon was, was definitely, and he was one of, you know what I called them? All of those guys are my kids. Joe Lozon. I see Max Holloway, George St. Pierre. I had them when they started. Matt Sarah, Frankie Edgar. You know, when they were kids, when their eyes were big and bugged because they were there in the UFC. And honestly, when I started with the UFC, I had no idea. I knew what Bruce Lee and Bruce Leroy. That's as much as I knew. I knew nothing else about MMA because I came from boxing. But... When I got to got my first, I did my first MMA in 1999, I think. My first UFC was UFC 30. Wow. And that was either 2000, 2001. Wow. But I, what I was amazed was that I used to see in boxing, you got in the ring and you kicked somebody's ASS and then you kicked him and then you talked about his mama and his family. And there was no real love, 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 love. When they, yeah. when they, they were serious. But when I got to MMA, I saw how guys did that and they bowed and respected each other. And it was, I, I wasn't used to that, but to see it, man, it was, it was definitely awesome for me to see it. And now looking back on that, 22 years ago, my goodness, to be able so, to say 22 years ago, to see I, now where it's come. And now I'm with Bellator. Yep. And to see the progression of the athletes, I saw them when they were when they were fighting like this. When they were yeah. you know, and I I saw this go to this, where they were smooth and throwing jet. I mean, where it the technical skill level progressed with the sport. And that was awesome to see. Uh guys, you know, like when I see Conor McGregor in a thong, that's not appealing to me. <laughs> but you know, I want to. I want to do that. What's the best way to do that? Because I even tried checking yours out. I tried checking a couple people's out, and you cannot look at them unless you pay money. What yes, would be like a good starting? Of course, can you think people are stupid? <laughs> My best uh, favorite thing is when guys are like, "So what's on yours?" I was like, "Well, you gotta have to kind of." Exactly. <laughs> exactly so like what should i start for like at a price like how do, how do i go about this honestly the best thing that you would do is subscribe you would create your page and the best thing would just be doing it for free for a little bit until you get more fans when you create a fan base then you you go to 4.99 or you would go to you know um i, I wouldn't go more than 4.99 4.99 at first a month 
um, a lot of people were at 499 and then you get more money per the pay-per-views and stuff like that. So in the messages is where you make more money. And how often a week would I have to do it? Oh, I, I am on my daily posting content daily, brother. Yeah, I mean, Steve knows. I mean, I was late for the last show because of some stuff that was going on. <laughs> okay, so, you know, my lifestyle, it was easy for me to make it too because I know a lot of people that have OnlyFans and we were already hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we were already hanging out and we were already doing it. So I'm like, shit, why aren't we getting paid for this? You know? You weren't so hanging out, you were just laying around. Yeah, <laughs> like every well, see if you think about it, everything's completely changed as far as as the athlete and this stuff goes. The the I guess the the proverbial fourth wall has already been smashed because <laughs> if you look at it like the way way it's set up now, like if you you know you look at at, at BKFC, they OnlyFans is one of the in ring sponsors. Yeah, you look at at other promotions that where where they have they have some type of of, of thing going on with that so we're at the point now like it, it's up to you on, on how you want to you want to run your only fans do you want it to have have it just be the the athlete content do you want to have the athlete content and then your paywall with with your your spicy content however you want to word that whatever but Maybe i think not. when you look at it whether it's 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 only fans whether it's patreon whether it's fansly what whatever whatever everyone's poison to 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 get that that extra content they want from their 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 special content creators it, it, it's all another avenue for everyone and i think it, it, it's something that just as i guess the the world's like more accepting of it society's more accepting of it in both the way it's being in i guess involved yeah. in in i guess our content sports for the most part i wish it was actually more accepting because there's a lot of a lot oh, well, i know exactly what you're talking about there too jessica because like i have i have mutual friends who'd be like oh well you're you're you're, you're a, an on-air personality what are you doing re re retweeting or post i'm like well just because they that's what their content is doesn't mean I should shun them from what they're doing. They support my content blindly. I'm regardless of if I'm talking football, if I'm talking basketball, if I'm talking hockey, or if I'm talking combat sports. It shouldn't matter what my content is compared to what her, what their content is. It shouldn't. If that if you're my friend and you support me, I should blindly support you in the same way. It's not hurting anyone. Let them do what they're what makes them happy. Whatever they choose to do, that's their choice. Let it let it go. <laughs> let it well, go. I know what you're talking about too. I had a a athlete. Um, I'm not going to name names or throwing anyone. Was it mayhem? Part. No. <laughs> <laughs> mayhem. You stop it. I so know, this, just... this athlete is a female and was like, I, I'm I'm unfollowing and blocking people who who repost X type of content. The funny part is this person had just won a big fight and their biggest fan was, was this person who runs an OnlyFans account. I'm like, wait, so your biggest fan and you're sitting there posting this person all up all over your socials has a, a openly like that you have an account, but the fans that people that supported you, they can't repost like it. Which side are you on? Yeah. It's just one of these things where it's like to each their own. Like if you don't like that, fine. Remove me, block me, do whatever. If that if that's what keeps you peace at, at day, more power to you. But to other people, like it's one of these things where I think that that it's just come it's gonna come a time where it were to officially become something that is just an acceptable part. 
are you worried about that having an effect like people wouldn't want to sign? I remember years ago, Steve, you and Carrie, you probably remember this. A ring girl was fired for having uh, photos. That's the simple photos. That's crazy. No, I am not worried at all. If people don't like me, I could care two shits. Honestly. I see, I see I'm for, she could give two fucks less. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I am me and I. You're winning. Like your thing says. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with me. I'm completely content with me. I could care less about how many fans I got. Like I don't care. I do it because I love doing it. And the people that love me and are real fans, they'll follow. Like I'm I'm not worried about it. So what's the difference between OnlyFans and Chatterbait? Because I was gonna do Chatterbait as well, which is live. Yeah. So I have. Yeah, but I know about it. Um, so I'm not, not familiar with how it works besides the fact that it's live. So you, you know, people they, will pay. They live. send, they send like, like the, if you're a girl, they send you a little vibrator and every time you get a donation, it goes off yeah. and like that, that excites people. I don't want to put one in me though. You know? <laughs> I'll probably get one like, look, look. Put peanut butter on your balls and let your rats like. <laughs> that's, I mean, that, that's how Eddie's gonna land as the Manscaped sponsor. He's gonna shave his, yeah. his, his what's on 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 Chatterbait. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's listen, sex and violence—it's the two biggest growing things in the world, and people's got to realize that and not get mad. Well, also, it. people also tend to forget we're in a in a we're talking about a sport that is dominated by the the what viewer, the male viewer. Okay, so. Here's the thing: if it's dominated by the male viewer, and 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 you're you have female fighters on there, what's the two things that you're gonna you're gonna want with them? They gotta be violent. <laughs> yes. Obviously, Eddie throwing it down for us, showing us a little preview what what Jessica does on her free time. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what, but this is what I'm talking about. Like, I think they do have a type. I don't think anyone should should basically sit there and say say that it's, it's necessarily a bad thing for them to do as long as the the, the athlete themselves actually can fight what yes. is it what does it matter it's more eyes on them it's more eyes on the sport it's more eyes on the promotion it's like uh what, what was the, the the girl uh over in thailand when, when she when she won her fight she flashes half the crowd her freaking her 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 page blows up blows up it was smart on her part. I mean, because it, it was literally the news, all the news for like weeks. Like it was smart. <laughs> it's bad publicity. No, the, let, let, let's say the smartest part that she did about that was smart enough to know where the cameras was that got to her back. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the smartest thing she did there. <laughs> that is true. If she did it on purpose, props to her. <laughs> but... <laughs> It still makes them want more, so they go to subscribe to her OnlyFans. Smart but, girl. But, but that's also a thing. And the funny part is that you go and look at her. She's sponsored by a former, a former porn star. Yep. It's like you can't ask for. Uh, I mean, when you look at the what's involved in the sport, like listen, sex will always be involved in combat sports in some way, shape, or some way, shape, or form, regardless of 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 where you've grown and, and things of that nature as a sport, at, you know, and things of that nature. Combat sports, you're always gonna have, you know, girls will always be a part of it in in that part of of selling the sport. So what does it matter anymore? Exactly. We, already know, we already know what it is we're, we're we're coming to this is the acceptance of what it is if you know if that's not what you want great you know where you can go find it 
That's why that, that's another reason why I think it's great that a lot of you fighters have it because then you can direct the idiots out of your out of your out of your inbox to go get this. This is where you wanted to go find and talk to that. Fine. There's where you go. Have a nice day. If, if I see you on there, we'll have a conversation. Yeah, that's one thing I do not mind telling people when they reach out to me because I take care of all my social media by myself. And I know a lot of people have other people or companies and stuff do that for them. I do it all myself and I have no problem telling people when they're retarded. Have like, you had an issue at all dealing with other companies? Because I, I did see in the past, like, um, you know, some people have issues like with paying or you not understanding the contracts the right way. Um have you have 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 you had those kind of issues and what are you doing now to prevent something like that ever happening again unfortunately there's some on only fans people can like request a refund after getting the like all the stuff that they paid for like so the videos and stuff like that so which, if i let my rats lick me i yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that wouldn't be good. Hey, there are there are rules though. Like OnlyFans is pretty strict on no rats, fluids. So oh really? No blood. No oh no feces. No like not not nothing crazy like that. They do not allow that. Yeah, I'm not trying. To... <laughs> I saw that your kids are in the kids world records. Yeah, so they actually got in the book. I actually bought the book too. Um, I didn't actually know all of them because I only got an email about one of them. And uh, so I bought it and I realized that all three of them were in it for, yes, thank you. <laughs> My husband just brought it to me. So that like for what, what, what did they get uh, awarded for? That's so amazing. That's, so, it really uh, is. Got, she climbed up the eight and a half foot pole, um, the fastest. Oh, I do that. I do that when Steve's blowing my phone up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and jumping jacks, and the other one, I believe. Uh, let me see if I can find it. I don't want to take up too much time looking for them. I know you guys got. Have you ever like what's what's on that? Like I remember when I was a kid, they had guts, and they had uh, like shows where these kids would perform like their crazy stunts and stuff like that and i always wanted to do something cool they do have pretty they do have some crazy stuff i mean this this book is like full of like kids that just come up with some crazy stuff and you know i mean hey if you're coming up with the first thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, but yeah they got the longest piggyback ride like um most jumping jacks in one minute so it's it was pretty cool like we, it was just a thing that we were doing that we were bored and, and you didn't even know they were all in there. Wow. No, they only let me know about one. And then I ended up looking through it just to see. And they were all three in it. It's one of the things that I said. I, the one thing I love with the direction that combat sports is going right now is no longer this thing where you can only fight in this place or that place. Yeah. The only way you could be successful now. I think it's grown so much in so many different ways that that you know you know it doesn't matter if you're in bkfc if you're in byb extreme or whatever you're still one of the in the big some of the bi biggest biggest promotions the big as that's as what bj penn was trying to do and, years ago and i also think that that what we're seeing over the last year and a half with, with what's been going on with the UFC is that a lot of the fighters are just getting out of their contracts and doing whatever they can do so they can compete in multiple different things where what we've seen what happened with, 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 uh, with Nate. I, 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 I know Bert doesn't think that they're done yet as far as Dana and, 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 and Diaz goes. I wholeheartedly think they're done. 
regardless if, 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 you know, the stuff we've seen, like this will always be your house kid now, that's stuff that Dana said to him. That's all fine and dandy. I think they're absolutely done. I wouldn't be surprised if he winds up in some somewhere like, like a belt for, for a fight or two, but I, I think it's more you're going to see a lot more fighters get involved in promoting, start promoting, the uh, you know, their own fighters, their own guys, the guys in their backyard, et cetera. But I think it's going to be one of the things where – where the scales are starting to finally even out a little bit, and even it, like even if, if some people always will always kind of feel that you that anything that's not that three letter word will be inferior. I, I wholeheartedly will always disagree with that. Just because no matter what the UFC does, they will never ever 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 be able to get a hundred percent of the best fighters in the world on their roster. It will never happen. We will always have this conversation. It will always be an argument. Yep, I agree. <laughs> it's, it's one thing you gotta love about the sport because it, 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 it's always changing. What you love about about combat sports is, is that, that that every time you think you have it figured out, the <laughs> combat sports world just flip your ball. <laughs> exactly, yep. turn it all upside down. I really did not enjoy my time. Like, yeah, it sucks. Looking I think back, it's one of the good things, like when you get older as a fighter, like that, those anxieties, those things kind of just kind of simmer away, and you, it, it's just about about working your game plan. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and now it's like, like you said, it's almost like a mental checklist. I just go over, and it's like I know exactly what to do. You know, I, I'm just going to dominate this fight at whatever range, whether it be on the outside or on the inside. You know, I'm just going to dominate the fight. I know exactly how to do this. I've been fighting for 16 years, so. But Joey, it, it seems like one of the biggest battles, it, it seems to be the trolling, right? It seems to be some of the trolling. And I got something set up for you here. I got something uh, set up. All Some trolls are, are saying that you and and fear when you're scared you actually scream like a little girl and I they shared this photo with me of uh, <laughs> what is what is this Joey I mean I mean come on what is going on here Oh my God. we're having a lot of fun man. That's funny. Oh, what? Him, him and wifey were, were kicking in on their vacation, and man, why they, why the trolls got to mess with Joey, yo? I know, I know, that's awesome, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, no, man, the, you want to know something funny? Is like you had to pay for these photos. That's the funny part. You had to pay <laughs> for these photos. I used to be deathly afraid of roller coasters. Oh, what was this? Like, one? Roller coasters at all? Who broke that? Was that, that, was that you used Kirk, to be who? Who made you not afraid? Carowinds in North Carolina. Okay. The Loch Ness, I think it's called, correct? Oh, no, but I, my bad. Wait, did, did you say Bush Kills? Uh, Bush Gardens was the Bush other Gardens, one. Bush Gardens, yes, I went there, and it is the Loch Ness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been on it, too. 
It went on the big bad wolf and all of that shit. Oh, those are good, man. Yeah, Joey, I love roller coasters either at all. Joey, I love the shirt you're wearing, and I, I love the the face that you made here. Tell me what happened when you guys got off that roller coaster, and you see the screens, and you're looking for your face, and then you see yourself, and you're like, "Oh God, man, I gotta buy this one." <laughs> it was, hey, I'm no, I, I'm that guy that I, I didn't buy it. I just pulled out my phone and snapped the photo of the screen. Well, the oh yeah, screen, look at the front desk. Sir, you can't take pictures. Like I can do what I want. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, step to me, bro. I go yeah, bare knuck. Do what I want. Thank you. <laughs> but the the uh, fact that your face here, if I was a troll, I would say, Joey, did you shit your pants on this ride? Look at your face right there. I mean, look at so look, look at that right? Look at that face. That face was was <laughs> I was having. I was, yeah. yeah, he's having it. The other the other one, he he. he I think he, that that one scared him a little bit. No, no. I'll tell you why. The other one, I I had a I had a goal that was not gonna scream on any roller coaster when I went to push car. You know what's funny? Because you look like you have this super serious look, like you're concentrating on something, and I couldn't figure out what it was because you're like. This is not gonna take me. I'm gonna take this ride. <laughs> and after after every roller coaster, I get off and look at it, slap slap five with the family. I'd be like, no screaming, no emotions, no screaming, no emotions. <laughs> oh my goodness! Joey, I heard a rumor that you know you were screaming as loud as sixteen thousand fans on that ride. <laughs> on the other one, on the other one, the one. In North Carolina, we were for sure. I was ripping oh, it up. I try my best to not make a monster out of my opponents, and I focus on making a monster out of my, you know. And that that goes across the board as far as like, yeah, what he's done in the game, how long he's been in the game. Well, fuck, same. I've been in the, I've been in the game just as long, you know. So at the end of the day, like, it's gonna be a great fight. It's gonna be like. Yeah, like I said, just two grown ass men getting in a fist fight. It's gonna be fantastic. Now, have have you guys seen each other before? Like going into this fight, I know you guys are probably so pissed at me right now. Houston and Joey, you have to beat me up. For My face was just like, yeah, wow, you guys, they, you guys, strangers, they've seen each other. They've been on the circuit before. You guys can beat me up for this, uh, Joey. It's it's Joey's last question. Hey, I just, hold on, hold on, hold up. What did I walk in on? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What the hell. I, hold up! Don't don't put my name in anything, and I don't know what the hell is going on, man. Okay. It's Evilly. It's Evil Eddie over here. I, I know. I know who it is, but but hold on. You mentioned my name, and then uh, say don't don't beat you up. Beat you up. Well, that's assault, brother. <laughs> So, all right, all right. Get him. Get him. Right, I kind of put myself in the corner here. This should yes, not okay. happen. I did. Now, hold, is... hold on, hold on. Now I'm going to stop you. Is this a, is your statement going to get your ass whooped? No. No, no, it won't. No, my question, my question to Joby was, um, and, and Steve's question and Carrie's question, you yeah. two are both legends. And I, I want to throw this to Joey before he leaves here and we get to you, Houston. Um, what, what What's up, Joe? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. I love this. I, 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 why why are you apologizing, brother? I think you, this is the coolest moment. I've we're seen we're professionals. We're pros, man. Listen, we're like, listen they, they, they've been on the interview stand. We were at big press conference next to next to their opponents. Today, nothing different, guys. Come on. My, my, know, my question. 
our question you gotta was, get it at, get it at Eddie. two legends stepping in there what what do you think would be the outcome if you two met beforehand and talked like this does this change anything like you guys are being nice now what's the difference because you guys are both legends you've met your opponents in the past but what changes you want to answer that first? I know you have to go. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for me, it changes absolutely nothing. You know, at the end of the day, like Houston and I have been doing this so long that we both have that mental switch, and and we both come from a from from, you know, from from a generation where you don't have to, you don't you don't talk shit on the internet. You don't have to. Why? Because we're gonna signed up. We're gonna fist fight. You know, we'll have to fucking talk shit about each other's mamas or anything dumb shit. <laughs> you know, like, hey, guess what? November 18th, we're going to punch each other in the face. <laughs> it's all going to yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to punch each other in the face and then and then probably have a beer afterwards. I love it. Exactly. You know, now, that, but, but but don't don't get it twisted because you know, we we're going to we're going to go out there and actually fight. But yeah. but you know what? There's nothing personal. There's nothing personal between it, you know, not not like how uh, Khabib was uh, with Connor. There's nothing, nothing like that. <laughs> no one's gonna jump out. The you know, oh. it's like you're both going in there to perform and to f perform your best. It's gonna be an amazing fight. So, uh, you know, I get. Well, what I think it's something that comes really. like with, with also like what I was talking about. Like like when you get to a certain point in your career and your profession, and yeah. and you become get to a certain age like some of that some of that extra outside noise it just falls right off it's like all right whatever you're saying whatever i'll see i'll see you come saturday i don't i don't i don't think it's just that i think you know shit we're, we're grown we're grown men but you know but see and, and on top of that we're not we're not pussies let's just be real about it we you know we, we know we're grown men <laughs> we know we, we know how to hey we know how to you know, and, and and again i don't know about should, should, should have said that but i'm just being straight to the point, you know, we, you're we're allowed all, to we, say whatever you we know, want. We know what it is. We know what it is. And, and you know, it's this is what we we, we chose to do. And this is our profession. So, you know, there, there's nothing personal. No, there's nothing personal. Let's let's kick my son in the face or or did something crazy to my mom or. The one big KFC said fire say you're going to do something to the guy's dog. I was like, oh, man, here we go. That was that's the worst funny. thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, what a weird comment I'm make. Well, like, bro, somebody for... make sure his dog's okay. <laughs> that, that's funny. I got to <laughs> add this in really quick, just while you guys yeah, are, are here. Go, yeah, yeah. Um, Houston, you've been in there against legends. You know, a yeah. lot of people remember you from Kimbo Slice. Uh, Joey, a lot of people remember you from Stipe, Pat Barry, uh, Rampage. Have you guys ever been in a situation with an opponent where it was heated beforehand? Um, I I don't I don't remember anything like that. I'm to where to where someone was was, was barking at me all crazy. I don't think so. I don't In think fact, Houston, I don't know about Joy, but yeah, you, I don't think you so. told me Houston a couple of years ago on my podcast that Kimbo yeah. was actually a really nice guy, a stand up guy when you he met was him. Like His the whole sweetest team. guy ever. He was probably one of the meanest looking ones too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, and and, the, and and yeah, a lot. Well, a lot of these guys again. Well, a lot of these guys who have confidence in them in themselves and their ability. And they surround themselves with good people. Guess what? You don't have to do all that barking and, and stuff. You know, and, and I think there's, there's nothing wrong with it because you, it helps you promotionally. You know, just like a Floyd Mayweather or a Conor McGregor. But you know, but a lot of times, 
you know, you don't have to do all that. Or, you know, you know, you you do like like Bud Crawford, and I believe you know, you know, I, I'm going to quote him. He said he let he let his hands do the talking. Yeah. And but, but sometime in this day and age, with with social media, you know, they they can they can either hurt you or help you because you know you 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 focus on your ability, but at the same time, you got to be able to bark and be got to be able to talk and do all that stuff. You know, we, you know be a joke. We, we're gonna go out there and just perform you know we you know we all that old you know trying you to get up going, going against yeah. each other all that crap you know that that's you know that's that's uh that's that's for amateurs yeah. joey joey your thoughts exactly man he said <laughs> pretty, pretty perfectly like you know like uh yeah i really i really don't think i think it might be a generational thing i, I maybe you know like i always yeah. say like, i had friends of i had pages of friends back when i had a real phone book i didn't fucking need my <laughs> You know, like this whole social media thing is like whatever I do it. What reality is it does, man? Well, I don't don't think, Joe. I don't think it's Joe. I don't think it's. I don't think it's generational. I think it's uh again. This is it's this day and age where everyone's trying to get likes and everyone's trying to get you know everyone's trying to get the uh the attention off the internet. And I, I think that's the only way a lot of people can get uh can get that attention by by um. By using the internet and social media and getting that um, what is that that reassurance from the audience? Maybe maybe that's the case. I don't think it's generational. I think nothing. The the the, the generations haven't changed. It's just the technology. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's almost made where people can't even conversate. Like, you know, I'm 43. I'm single. I go out all the time. Guys mm-hmm. cannot talk to women whatsoever it's like if there is not a swipe whatever feature they can't have an actual conversation with you and it's really sad i think that uh, the dating apps and the digital era like you said has done that and there are people that literally live their life off of like their value is their likes and follows and that's sad too because now, like, now whose fault whose fault is that is that the parents fault or is it the kids fault well the parents fault for sure i would definitely go with that letting them first off too young using social media but as adults the ones that fell into it that's where i get really sad for them because i'm like your life shouldn't be your social media i have like no following and i love every single one of them and that's because i've gotten banned and kicked off but i love all my followers all 200 of them they're the best people ever and i'm totally okay with it losing as much as i did actually humbled the fuck out of me because i'm like you know what people still know why i don't care i don't need the numbers. numbers at the end of the day they're fake people for the most part most of them don't even actually engage with, with what are you they just Hit, hit a like or share just to kind of get They don't even like eating. to hit a like. People would rather just look at your shit and keep it moving and not That's even cool. like it or give you a credit or anything. So people are mm. funny like that. But keep in mind, guys, your trolls are your biggest fans. Yeah. <laughs> your haters are literally legitimately just looking at your stuff all day right. long, hoping you're going to like slip up a little Sorry. bit or fuck right. up and say something stupid. Uh, well, I always now, seem to, I always seem to congratulate people who uh who, who approach me negatively. So you know, hey, thank you. I appreciate the you yeah. calling me a dickhead. It does look like I have a dickhead. now joey joey uh, before before we let you go joey i gotta say i am i'm sweating through my sweatshirt 
I, I am nervous that you guys are gonna fight right here. I cannot wait. Wait, why are they gonna this- do that? They still got they still got two more weeks before they get to the fight. I know BKFC 33 guys live on fight. Joey Beltran, Houston Alexander, Omaha, Nebraska going down in just a couple you know, of weeks. You know, let, let me say on record, Larry. I had to say this on record, Joe. I always thought you had one of the best nicknames in, 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 in MMA. Dude, dude, hey, first of all, it, it, it's weird because uh, one of my favorite movies is The Terminator. One of, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Terminator. And it's crazy because, I, you know, I think this is the first time we've, talk, we've talked to, since uh, some years ago. But Terminator and then, hold on for a second. This guy is calling himself The Mexinator. Man, come on, man. That's that. that it, where, where'd you get? Where did you get that that nickname from? Did you get it from the movie? Uh, no, man. My, Somebody my, gave it to you. Somebody yeah, gave my, it to you, huh? Yeah, my my buddy he was actually he was the, he had a funny name, Eddie Sanchez. He was a UFC veteran back in the day. Fought Crow Cop yeah. and shit. Uh, he, he looked at me when we were coming up with ideas, tossing across a couple of ideas. It was my second or third fight. He's like, you know what? You're the executioner. I was like, I like it, and that's fucking swear to God, that's so, how. So it's not, and so it's not Mexicanator. It's 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 a Mexicutioner. Yeah, Mexicutioner. Okay, okay. I'm just that. Now, see now, now I'm all messed up. See, that's what I'm. I'll be Mexicutioner. Yeah, because Houston that. has a, a Terminator tattoo. We'll get we'll get to that in just a second, Joey. I want to thank you so much for tolerating my BS. And doing this, I know you guys are probably so pissed at me. I'm gonna hide for a month or two. The execution, you know, you've been fighting forever is one part of it, and two, you're literally just concentrating on one part. Uh, and you know, once you know, like your the hands are gonna be thrown at you, you're not gonna have elbows, you're not gonna be taken down. Well, well, Carrie, Carrie's been sweeping everybody at Matt Sarah's gym lately, so she's a little (laughs) confident. She the leg sweep or just the takedown. She choked oh. out Matt Sarah's wife today. I told you that. Was- <laughs> it was off camera. I didn't want to say that. Again. Yeah, good. Hey, good. No, no. Good. Hey, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. And actually, Caitlin Chukagian, like, I commented how strong I am. And I'm very tiny. Uh, I'm just very wiry. And Matt was like, dude, you should be choking people out with rear naked. I'm like, I do. And my favorite is triangles. Top mounted, back, anywhere. And, and, and speed kills. Yep. Oh, I have to be fast because I'm so really? tiny, and most of my opponents are bigger than me, and the girls that I train with are. So and I have well, to well, you can get around them. Be super you, fast. You can get around them a little faster yeah. than than the, you know than uh, someone that's probably bigger. Oh yeah! By the time I like slip my knee behind their back and have them in a rear naked choke, the one girl today was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I just practiced that two days ago. It was with black belts, so that's why I was like, oh, "I'm sorry." Hey, done now. Now you you better watch out. You keep doing that. People are gonna start getting jealous, and they're gonna start start taking cheap shots at you. Uh, you better I watch have, out. Yeah, well, I've had that happen. <laughs> Houston, have have you been the victim of it. that? Where like new people come into the gym and they they kind of spot you and they're like. Oh man, I know we at the YMCA, but let's go, Houston. No, 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 no. Uh, because you know that's one thing uh, from day one. Uh, I've I've gotten from Curly Alexander, which is my uncle, who's one of my coaches. When you get, I don't care where you're at. When you step into the gym, you know you got to let everybody know who the alpha is. Mm. So, you know, regardless of whether I'm in Miami, Florida, uh, Miami, Houston, California, uh, Canada. 
You have to when you. I don't care who Jim it is. You gotta let everybody, uh, everyone know who the alpha is. So, are you Mufasa or are you Scar in the MMA world? Are mm. you Scar or Mufasa? Man, that's that's a that's a tough one. That's a good. That's a good question. Uh, you know what? I, I you know what? Do you have the? Do you have the heart? Oh man, I got. You know what? I I gotta be. You know what? I gotta be Scar. I love that. All right. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know why? You do you know why? Because because again, Scarding, uh, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> also, you have the Joker tattoo, which kind of goes with this whole scar theme. I love uh, it. Why did you get the Joker tattoo? I feel like that. Well, because well, every once in a while, I think I'm funny, but I know I can turn it on just like Joe Joey said. We can turn it on at the, at the top of a hat. So you know that that's that's why so serious. The Joker. A Joker thought he was funny. But at the same time, he's very dangerous. So that's what I mm. that's what I feel I am. So do you feel like money money is nothing? It really comes down to the whole point that you're trying to make in your career. You're not going after who's gonna pay you the most. You're trying to make yourself into even more of a legend, which I've seen you do, Houston. I mean, I've seen you on like shows where they're injecting you with adrenaline and stuff like that. I've seen you on Key and Peel. Those are two different opposites. You have been going in there and you've been making a name for yourself. It doesn't seem like you care about uh, politics or money. It seems nah. like you care about making a point and uh, being a real leader. Now, that's something that Scar didn't do. Now, but... see, no, I, no, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but nope. uh, I'll, take, I'll take that L. I don't want to, you know, the legend thing, everyone throws that around all the time. I don't, you know, being a legend is, you know, uh, Kobe is a legend. I'm, oh, you're I'm, a legend. I'm, I'm just, you are I'm a legend going, in this sport. Houston. I'm just doing I'm just doing his sport. You're Houston Alexander. I'm personally just, you know, just enjoying what I'm doing. And, you know, and, and, and from day one, I've enjoyed what I've been doing. And ever since I was a kid on the playground of East St. Louis, when, you know, these kids try to take my candy bar. From the first fight I had at eight years old, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still I'm still looking for those guys. I'm still looking for those guys. Okay, <laughs> I'm still looking for those guys. You're looking for it. He's still looking for the guy that took his. I'm still looking for those guys, and I remember the school, Canada School in East St. Louis, Illinois. These guys tried to take my candy bar on the playground. Now, Houston, Carrie, Steve, uh, we, we, we got to dive into this because leader, that, picture, no, leader. Hold on. that leader. picture I just I showed, you. we need leader. to Now, Houston, if I'm a troll, I'm going to say Houston's going around beating guys a quarter of his age because there's a photo of you in a high school about to pile drive this this kid. Now, if I'm a troll saying that, I mean, can you explain this photo, bro? Uh, explain this photo. I, I went to go uh, talk 
to my old high school, Omaha North High. And the, 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 the head coach of, of the, the team asked me to come and talk to his team right before the playoff run. Um, and uh, it, it, I, I did this a couple of years ago when I went to, uh, to uh, Nebraska. I, I pay, always pick out the biggest guy, you know, in, in, in the room. And well, this, why this, not? There was a guy oh. sitting right here in the green jacket that looked like he was about 33. <laughs> a lot of these kids look a lot older than what I remember in high school. Hey, man. Hey, this kid was 6'9 and uh, close to almost 300 pounds. And I said, and, and what, I, what I what I did was I had to, you know, I had proof to them. I had to prove to the kids that, you know, size, you know, That's size right. doesn't matter. It's, it's, you know, it's the heart. It's a, it's, it's what you, what, it's the uh, knowledge that you have. And, and, and again, more, more so the heart. And so for five minutes, I took this kid and I walked. From for each side of the room with this guy on my shoulder, teaching a lesson. Having no, no, just lesson. having a conversation. Just having a conversation. Just having a conversation with this kid on my shoulder. Just, just get, just telling them, hey, size doesn't matter. And this guy's, this guy's laughing because I, because I told him I was gonna fart. <laughs> oh there you go. So you have like lethal. If you were, if you were trolling, if you were trolling me, then I, I, I'll be farting on you. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. This poor kid. I mean, look at him. He actually does look about seven feet tall. Actually, now Literally. that I look, yeah, he's uh, he, he was six nine. He was big. He's big, he big kid. Look at how big his pants are. You, you took his lunch money or what? No, no, sir, I did not. This, no, uh, hey, this, uh, <laughs> hey, he was a big kid. When if if you ever see, if you go back and look at those photographs and you see us standing next to each other, you know his 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 balls were on my shoulders. <laughs> Look at how long his pant leg is, and look at yeah, how blind it. You can see he's a big. Oh, that's funny, but yeah, they, I, you know, but uh, they end up going almost uh, to the semifinals uh, after that talking. They won a couple of games after that, but they end up losing by a touchdown to get to the state finals. So, my my old school shouts out to the Omaha uh, Omaha uh, Vikings. Now, now Houston, I got another uh, kind of segment here. Uh, what yeah. are, what are what are you worth? Because I researched you and I wanted to know your net worth. Here's what I net found, Houston. Okay. You are worth four hundred thousand dollars. Four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> net worth. Celebrity net worth. Uh, can you confirm or can can you say like where they got? No, hey, no, hey. Don't you hold on for a second? Don't you see what's happening to the? To the rappers out there, how they're getting targeted, man. man well, wait, I'll, that, I'll never, you better, you I'll never answer that. What are you doing? Shout out, I'll, I'll, I'll never, I'll never answer that. You're a smart guy. I'll never, I'll never answer that. Let me tell you the things <laughs> that I've been seeing. You're a smart man. It's it yep. richest athletes in MMA. You're you're right there. Yeah. And what's what, what's funny? What's funny is this is uh, that you know I I, I drive a uh two thousand. Uh, thirteen Trailblazer, which is probably one of the, one of the best things I ever had. But I, but I do have, I have a few cars. But, but uh, now I, I drive a two thousand. That's good. When they decide like you have vehicles for for what you need. It's not. It's not like it's not always about being flashy. Like I got the truck because I need to move things around. I need to have this. I need to have my family with me. Things like that. No, actually, actually, uh, I I use my I use my Trailblazer. And again, I love I love this thing. You know, I love I love my truck. I use it for, uh, I'm a Chevy dude too. I, I use it to DJ with. 
I use it. I, to know, DJ. I know what you mean. I love them things. <laughs> yeah, I, I use I use it. I use my trailblazer to DJ with. I'm gonna be the craziest person in the room and just say, like, you know, when when all hell breaks loose and then the computers and the cars stop working, you know, and they decide to just turn them off, your car will be running. Congratulations. Then my We're car all gonna will be, be sitting there like a bunch of fools, and you'll be driving around like, how's your computer yeah. run, car guys? And uh, plus. Plus, no one's going to steal a 2013 no, trouble. you're awesome. That's so smart. Well, no one's going to steal it. No one's going to steal it. All right, so you're, you're a DJ. So what are your what are your top three songs that you, you like to play DJing? Hmm. Top th- my, my top three songs that I like when I'm DJing anywhere at all? Oh, man. Uh, Michael Jackson is always, no, ma- no matter what, Era, no matter what crowd, no matter what crowd, what is the mic you prefer? Which one do I prefer? Yeah, like what do you, what do you, what do you, are you a pretty young thing guy? Are you a bad guy? Like, like, you no, see no, those uh, pretty no, young no, things. There's got to be a rock with you, you know? Come on, you got to go, you got to go early, Michael, before he started really messing up his mm. nose. Oh man, like so the, you can play Michael Jackson. You're not gonna play any, thriller around yeah. October. Things like that makes you thriller bad. You can play anything Michael Jackson in any era, in any age group, at any yeah. time, and yeah, and, and you'll never fail with Michael Jackson. You know what my favorite Michael is Jackson's in? A B C the A B C song. Again, again before the nose job. Yeah. yeah, when he when he's a little boy, that's what I favor. And you know what my favorite movie is? I, I got the rat on my shoulder for people listening to the audio. Uh, Willard. He actually made the whole soundtrack for Willard. I cry to the song every time my one of my rats die. I, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. I play I play the Willard song every time one of my rats dies, and I have a, a, a cemetery. Hold on, hold on. You, uh, now, are you sure? You sure? Uh, what's the name of that movie again? Willard. Willard. Michael Willard. Jackson. Yeah, I'm not, are you are you talking about Ben? Ben, <laughs> you said, oh the DJ Ben the movie yeah this the, yeah. Hey, hey, you guys, hold on for ben, a second. He, he just put, he just pulled his thing. He's getting Yo. the movie. <laughs> now, now, bro, hey, you just said you just said a my, it, the, the, your favorite song was about a rat and yep. named Willard. I'm no, gonna Brad, have to issue, I'm, I'm issue a flag on the plate. Yeah, so you put up your feet. So I was gonna tell the little story about that. So there's this Instagram called like UFC.feet or something ridiculous. Oh and it had taken like pictures of me, Tisha, uh, Mallory Martin, like other teammates of mine. And we're all standing in pictures and they had taken our feet, cropped them out of pictures and we're selling them to people on Instagram, like publicly. And I was like, excuse me? Like, not only are you selling my pictures, but you're making money off of my feet. And so I was like, no. permission. Yeah, I was like, screw it. I'm gonna do it. I can't even bet on fights when you guys are making money off my feet. Right. Well, not only that, I saw that you uh, went out on a little hike with your boyfriend and pushed them down a hill, kind of seems. No, more like he scooted down it. It was a lot steeper than it looks on the video. We did go on a hike and it was like cliffs and I'm used to running down bluffs and stuff from being back home on the farm. He's not so much and we're both scared of heights, so it was funny. But it's gotta be mixed emotions, right? If if you're 
in the corner, right? Or even if you're in a fight, like you have been against Macy Barber, where you think you're winning a fight. I mean, I don't know if you, you thought you were or not, but a lot of us thought you won that fight. And, you know, you're, you're, you, you probably feel really good going in to get your hand raised. But then, like we saw this weekend with the judges, with Sugar, a lot of people didn't agree yep. um, with, with the judging. So what is it like when you experience something like that? It's got to be very mixed. You think you did very well but yet you lost. So where does it, that it makes it harder than the real losses. I know that sounds odd, but it's almost more of a letdown. It's like you did put in your best. You tried your best. You had all this. You're about to be on your highest high, you know, cheering for yourself. And then you're up here and then all of a sudden it's and you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, what just happened? And it punches you right in the gut. <laughs> yep, exactly. It feels like you're going to have, you know, talk about even from a money perspective you're thinking of all these plans in your head as all those moments run through and okay i'm gonna get this much money i'm gonna put it towards this and then last second it all just kind of gets ripped away um and you know everybody says don't let it go to the judges i get so angry when i hear those comments because we're the best in the world we're fighting at the highest level like we can't always take it and finish these girls we're all at a fairly equal level that's why we're in the ufc like that's why we're meant to put on shows if we were just go in there and finish them in a minute what would be the point of the matchmaking those obviously aren't great fights to begin with if it's that easy of a fight so the whole t don't take it to the judges we try believe me we're trying to not take it to the judges it's not like we're sitting there going you know let's let this last another 15 minutes i really think i want the judges to see this one out like it's the silliest thing to me. Now, uh, Steve, I don't mean to cut you off, but going back on my question. Now, you've been in also situations where you've won fights, but now you have to go back towards a rematch. And I'm sure there's rematches you want, like against Macy Barber, but you have this upcoming fight, which is a rematch that you've also won in the past. Where's your head at here, uh, opposed to, you know, looking at other people that have had rematches that usually win and overlook their opponent sometimes mm -hmm. you know it, it could be kind of crazy but you're a sociology psychology major where's your head at and are, are you aware of um what goes into a, a rematch us uh, like in your head are, yeah are you absolutely i try to look at it from her perspective and my own perspective right and kind of remove myself from the situation and in her head she obviously thinks it was a fluke she thinks that she's improved more than me over time uh that my striking wasn't that good which it wasn't i'll be honest about that way back when we fought you know it's been three years now since we fought i have went to virginia learned muay thai way more than i ever knew before now i'm here in colorado doing the highest level training i could ever do um, i'm a totally different fighter than i was and i think my fights in the ufc have shown that and if she thinks i'm going to be the same person that came into that cage with her in 2019 she's sorely mistaken um, but I'm not walking into this fight with the whole, I already beat her, not a big deal. Um, I'm walking into it with, I've improved this much. I'm very confident in myself, but I also take every fight just as seriously as the last and the next. Like I figure every fight's a title shot for me because at the end of the day, that's where I want to get to. And against her, it's no different. I'm not just training for Shanna. I'm training for Valentina. I'm training for Molly McCann, hopefully next. I'm training for all these girls in the lineup that I want to fight in the future, not just Shanna. But I will say I'm surprised she took it. I am impressed she took it, and I'm glad that she decided to be my opponent. I've been looking for a fight forever. I had a lot of people that just didn't want to fight, and I'm in this weird spot in the rankings where I'm not ranked, yet I've beat a couple of the ranked girls, and nobody really wants to fight me. So, 
Steve, I don't know. Sometimes like the hardest thing sometimes is getting past that top ten thing because because you've beaten people in there. It's like it's like they don't want to risk putting it in you because they they don't want to lose their spot and you're not quite there. So they don't. Yeah, I'd say it's like choose to get get them going to. Yeah, I'd say once I get to the top fifteen, I think it'll be a lot easier to find because all those ranked girls will be interested in fighting me. But now the whole excuse is, well, she's not ranked or. She's not ranked, but she's as good as the ranked girls, so I don't want to fight her if I'm not ranked. So, you know, it goes both ways. I hope that I'm able to get the Molly McCann fight after this. She's going to fight Aaron Blanchfield, which Aaron beat me, and I think she's just going to maul Molly. Like, I think she'll finish her. I love that. I, 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 and 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 speaking speaking of it, how do you feel about about, about this one with uh with, with Shani Agave? Obviously, you said you're surprised about it, but how do you you know if uh if you could sit there and play out a perfect picture in in your in your mind, how how do you envision this fight playing out for you? I, I see it being a TKO in the first minute or two minutes. I've been working on my striking so much. I feel like if I need to take it to the ground, there's no doubt that I can. But I plan on keeping it standing and just showing her a little bit of what I've learned here at this gym, at other gyms, and uh, kind of show her my improvements over time and also be able to show the whole audience, you know, how much I'm improving, but also that I am multi-talented. It's not just grappling. It's not just striking. I've got all of it, and I come in with power and to put on a show in front of the whole division. I like that answer a lot because in your first fight, you won via rear naked choke, right? And this time you're saying you want to finish her via tko so is that like a whole thing like you don't want to bring it to the ground you want to actually strike and a lot of fans like that so i think this is going to give a little more energy towards it and motivation for you as well am i right yeah and it's not that i won't take it down maybe i will but i'm hoping that just in a couple minutes i'm using a feeler out and get to where i could get a takedown that i'm going to catch her with something and i feel like it's definitely a possibility i'm looking at this card and i'm thinking there's also a strong possibility i can get a bonus if i play my cards right so i'm going to do the best i can to make that happen I roll yeah, it's 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 cr it's a crazy thing because here's here's bobo bobo we were back you're, you're yeah. in a white room are you safe bobo are you okay are you safe <laughs> He's good. I'm blinking twice. <laughs> then help. Oh, <laughs> then help. The, the big one is home. Good. Now I'm in trouble. Look, I told y'all, I went running from that vehicle. Every time me and Coach is outside training, we train up underneath the carport right there. I'll take you out there in a minute and show you the uh the little setup, my little my little gym. But uh, we train via FaceTime. And I've got my my little headset on every time. They'll go to get in the car to leave. I'm like, my God, why can't y'all just give me 20 minutes? All I need is 20 minutes to finish my session. Now they go and they get in the car, and guess what? It connects straight to the car. Then it goes from me listening to coaching instructions to them listening in the car as they're driving down the road, coach instructing me. <laughs> but, you know, one of them things of life that we do. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, no, look, man, that life life is way too short and my co-workers we all do the same thing we all have this conversation at one point or another life is way way too short to be uptight to be upset to um be in a mood that puts everybody around you in a in a, a tension filling environment I mean, nobody got time for it especially a person my size man you bring me in the room you have everybody in the room laughing you bring me in the room in a bad mood all of a sudden, the entire environment of the room changes. It goes just because, one of two ways. Yeah. It goes yeah. Two ways. 
Yeah, just because this big guy's in a bad mood now, all of a sudden, just his the vibes he's putting off changes the mood of the entire room. There's 20 people in there. He just changed it because one big old sap sucker's in a bad mood. Man, I don't want to be like that. I want everybody around me to have fun. I have fun, but look, if you go out and you have a good time and, uh, you know, just you having a good time, that's one thing. But if you can go out and have a good time and everybody around you is enjoying themselves too, oh, that's different. That's a different level of a good time there. Look, I'll put myself out a little bit to make sure that everybody around me is having a good time. And that's when things is real fun, man. When, I got a personal you... question, though. Come on. Come. Are you ready for it? Come on. Well, me and Carrie and Steve were just talking about pickup lines. Last week, we had Blake Builder, mm. who just got his <laughs> contract. What was your first pickup line? Uh, with your wife how did you approach her because uh, before you answer uh blake told us the best way to go about it is the forest gump approach which is to approach a woman and say hi my name's forest what's yours or insert your name here uh how did how did you and your wife meet how did you go about it y'all ain't gonna believe me man do we we, we y'all y'all won't believe this what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you mine and my wife's whole dating story all the way up to marriage. Um, trust me, we got plenty of time for this one. Um, I created a, uh, a profile on a site called Plenty of Fish. And, uh, on that website. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That actually like has a good relationship from that website. Go on, sorry. No, 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 you're fine. Plenty of fish. I created a website. Look, I'll let y'all know something. There are a bunch of scallywags, male and female, yeah. on Plenty of Fish because I was um, uh, approached several different times on Plenty of Fish. Hey, me and my family's going to Orange Beach. I see you're in Bala Battery. It ain't 45 minutes away. Won't you come, you know, if you got vacation, take vacation from work, I'll put you up in a different condo. I'll give you $150 a day to go and do what you want to do. Then at nighttime, after the family goes to sleep, I'll come stay with you. I'm like, you know, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it does. But I'm not that guy. I'm sorry. I, I, I Sometimes I wish I could have been. Maybe. I don't know. I'm seeing what it was like. I, I was never that guy. I just couldn't. I'm, I'm sorry. Say what you want to about me. I I just couldn't do that. That wasn't my cup of tea, bud. And I wasn't taking a sip of yours either. So <laughs> I just couldn't do it, you know. Well, after, I don't know, a dozen different requests like this, like women, women, dude, I'm serious. I had so many women hit me up like, hey, look, I'm going out with some friends for a high school reunion this weekend. Come on. Did come you on. Do you off the rip? Tell them you're a fighter. Do you use a fighter profile? No, like, oh, baby, no. I like it rough. No, 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 no. What, what do you do? Clean cut? Look, man. So what do you do for a living? Me, I'm a what gonzo journalist. I, I love, I live through you guys. I look for inspiration. I look for the stories that bring people up. Uh, without it, I... I am bed. I'm literally bedridden. I feed off inspiration from 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 inspirational stories. My mom had me on mushrooms, so that has to be something to do with it. Uh, <laughs> but besides, I'm just an artist, an all around. Time out. For positive Time out. Time out. Stop. 
you are screwing my whole story up. My whole point, I can't make it now. You just screwed my life up. Thank you. <laughs> my because, yeah, because now I know your answer to the question goes against what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> but, but for a living, I'm a millwright. I'm a millwright for a living, a maintenance mechanic in a paper mill. Um, I don't go to a woman right whenever I meet her, whenever I was in the dating scene, and try to be like, oh, I'm a millwright. You know, you, you want to go out with me, I can fix stuff. No, nobody care about that. I, th I mean, Carrie, what would you think? Carrie, what would you think? What? You, you into that? What? If he approached you and, and said that, what would you? what's your response? Listen, a, a guy that can fucking do something for yeah. himself and actually can work and make something with his hands and do stuff, yeah, the fuck I'm into that. Do you want to know what I hear from half the time? Oh, my God. These guys don't fucking... My mom tells me I'm not a real man if I can't do things around the house. I mean... Well, but look, my, my whole point is is I'm, I'm not going to come up to some a woman and try to start, you know try to organically build something off of, hey, I'm a millwright, I'm a mechanic, I'm a, I'm a welder. You know, you're not going to go with any crap like that. So it's the same thing with fighting. It's just a way to make money is really all it is. So I'm not going to come up with that, hey, I'm a fighter. <laughs> you can catch me on TV. Oh. Man, nobody care about that, man. That's kind of, kind of gay a little bit I of you. I, I see so, what you're saying. So, no, I wouldn't do any of that. But, but man, folks, folks who get on there and they these women just crazy, man. Oh, my God. I was lean and mean and a uh, sex machine, I guess they thought. Um, so, I get all these different kind of offers. Bobo, you come on. When you become the champ, you can't hide it. Don't tell me when you become the heavyweight champ, you're going to be able to hide this from anybody. I, you you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. If you were a but, bachelor, come on. We, which, which is awesome that I'm very, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome that I'm very happily married now, very happy, and I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. And it's you don't have to worry about any of the scallywag stuff, you know. I'm like all them games and whatever. Well, anyhow, so I, I seen all that, and I get on there one night, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm fixing to delete this thing, man. It seems like all anybody wants to do is get together and you know. Rub belly buttons, and I, you know, just kind of, kind of not, you know, kind of not my thing. I, I gotta, I gotta have something in common with you. We gotta have, you know, a relationship, something to build off of. I don't want to just get together and just rub belly buttons, get it like that, you know. No. So um, get on there and go to the I'm gonna give it one last look. So I'm, you know, doing all the swiping left. I think it is to do, uh, get rid of them or whatever. And I'm swiping and get rid of them. And I go to swipe this one. And I woo. I pull it back. Right, hold on, let me, let me look at it. There's something going on here. I felt something. So uh, I go to a profile. Look, I'm on plenty of fish. These jokers, all they want to do is rub belly buttons together. And uh, this woman is going to talk about how um, God comes first in her life. Wow. Um, the very next line says, no man will ever come before her son. <laughs> Morals on here? Get points, down. Points. Points. Yeah. <laughs> she went straight to the top, bud. No, straight to the top. And then uh, she was like, if, if you got a problem with that, you need to swipe left or whichever way. But uh, otherwise, you know, send me a message. We can talk. I'm, 
inbox, hello, here I come. So I sent her a message. I'm like, hey, look, you know, first of all, I'm not going to lie to you. Your physical appearance is what brought me to your profile. It's the first thing I've seen, you know. Then once I read your about me, you just got beautiful. You came beautiful. All of a sudden, it's just amazing. You're gorgeous. I love what you stand for, and, you know, hopefully I'll hear back from you. That's about just what I said. That's, um, a good, that's a good pickup line, though. That was you know, Yeah, that was that, honest. That's what I was doing. So I did that. And uh, I set my phone on my chest right here, and I go back to watching TV. Look, about five minutes later, my phone vibrates. I'm like, who in the world is trying to message me this time of the night? I look down, and a plenty of fish notification. Like, oh, God, I dropped my phone trying to open, unlock it real quick. It was her. The vibration, was your phone on your belly button? Was it rubbing your belly button? It, it, was, it was sitting right here on my chest, right between my chesticles. I love yeah. that. That's, yeah, that's that, actually an amazing right? story right there. That really is well, a lot. So I'm I'm gonna break it down for you real quick, give you a real quick version of everything. We I've sent her a message uh PM part of January the nineteenth. We chat or December the nineteenth. We chatted on into December the twentieth. Found out we had a mutual friend who brought her to Mobile. We met in person December the twenty second. I went and met her family on Christmas Day. There's another whole little backstory there, but it ended up I went and met her family on Christmas Day, December 25th. I went back the next weekend, asked her daddy, could I marry her? Um, then January the 15th on her parents' anniversary, we ended up getting married. Wow. So it was that perfect. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. And look, I promise to you, I wish I'd have found that fat joker about 10 years before I did. I really do. Uh, Jerry, I mean, let me you, break, you, you should make a commercial for that website because you're like the only success story I've ever heard come off of that. And you're absolutely right. The quality of people on there is really fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Man, the quality is like, I've, I haven't been on there in years, but like, congratulations. That's huge. Thank you, Mel. Yeah, it's, it's like, I promise you, every, there, there was this one girl, and I ain't going to call her name, and it ain't that kind of important, but there was this one girl, she, uh, you know, my about me was talking about church, and, you know, um, God comes first, and, you know, give my little about me, my little spill, or whatever, how I am, and who I am, and all. Well, this joker sends me a message, she's like, hey, yeah, I'm a Baptist girl, and in the church, and everything, I'm like, oh, cool, Baptist, they can't do anything, you know, everything's a sin to a Baptist, so... Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, let's go on a date. So we went on a date, and um, next thing I know is she was like, okay, look, we're holding up this waitress's table. Things kind of unfair. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to leave her a big tip, so it'd be okay. So, yeah, but let's go down the road. I got this place that I know that I hang out at, you know, a little bit here and there. Let's go down the road, and we can hang out and talk here some. Cool, no problem. She knows somewhere where we can hang out. Yeah, cool. This is a scary story. It might it might end up being a scary story. Well, that's what I was thinking too on the yeah. way down there. Yeah. Dark roads and all. Look, bud, we pull up to this place on this little strip mall and it's dark on the inside with a few little neon lights. I'm like, no, no, not one of these, no. Yeah. I'm going in there. Yeah, look, yeah. look, not only did we go into the bar there, you but I already we, left my big tip. Look, yeah. <laughs> Look, as we're walking in, people is calling her by name. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh. You should oh, that. I'll see you later, Sue Ann. 
Yeah, that that kind of Baptist. Oh, I already left my singles at the restaurant. Yeah, I don't want to come back here no more. So anyhow, we we kind of we hung out, stayed, and we hung out a little bit or whatever. And you know, I, I drink a beer too here and there, and I I think I did have like half a beer, and I just I wasn't feeling it, bud. I'm sorry. I wasn't feeling it at all, and I was kind of, yeah. She said, well, it was nice hanging out with you. Again. Uh, you know, call me tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Sit by your phone and hold your breath, babe. As you get from this part crying yeah. in the shower. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm, I was like 55 minutes from home by the time we went to her little spot. Man, I'm, I'm like, got tears coming out of my eyes all the way home. I like, finally went on a date with one of these plenty of fish girls, one that seemed okay, and she just wet me, and I screw that side. I'm going to go home and delete it. And so the right. next weekend, yeah, I went to go delete it and found, found my, my wife who was, look, so funny story. All of about seven, you know, we got married, what, 15 days after we met, something like that, something stupid like that. All of about, seven or eight days after we met she's like so what are we i was like well i'm a human you know i don't i, I think you're a human it's kind of yeah that's the vibe i'm getting i don't think you're an alien but these days you know who's to say belly button yeah you you do got a belly button. i saw your belly button you want to rub on mine answers no 